Hi! I'd like to welcome all the old delinquents, as well as all the new. My name's Sarge, and this, this, this is the gray, is the gray area. area. Humans are such easy prey. This isn't funny anymore! This podcast is brought to you by CaresNone.com. Be dope, transform. Hit them with the CaresNone. Go to CaresNone.com, check out what they got. Summer's almost over, so those tank tops are wearing thin. Okay? It's got it's it's, a, it's almost hoodie season. Fall is right around the corner. So if you want anything from the summer line, there's probably a freaking sale going on right now. A huge one. On top of my discount, you're going to be making so much more in return for your investment because these clothing articles are mint so get your old summer stuff because the fall line is right around the corner and it's almost hoodie season so go to caresnone.com check out what they got fill up your cart and when you're leaving use code to gray area one five d-a-g-r-a-y-a-r-e-a-n-u yes you get 15 percent off to gray area one five d-a-g-r-a-y-a-r-e-a one five and you get 15 percent off caresnone.com all right so it seems that our dumbass in chief has uh done a speech in philadelphia and he talked about stupid shit and i am going to dissect it sentence by sentence maybe not sentence by sentence we'd be here all day but uh i'm going to dissect it i'm going to tear it apart i'm going to just go at joe biden like debbie does dallas I'm going right at him. So we'll see what he says, and we'll see what I say. Here we go. What an insult to this song, right? Absolute insult. He's not even in the field of view. The dude can't even find the stage. Jesus Christ. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Before you walk down, I want the Casey's to come up with me because... Because where I come from, mm-hmm. Scranton's Casey's the country. What does that mean? We we got raised in the same neighborhood in Greenridge, not far from two of the best little candy shops in the in the, in the whole country. Name them. And I just wanted to let the, I, they can't deny me. That's why I wanted them up here. They can't deny you. Want to know. And by the way, you're the president of the United this States. Guy is has more integrity in his little finger this guy. than most people have in their whole body. What's his name, That's Joe? I love working with him. Welcome home. <laughs> and, and like me. He's not from Pennsylvania. He married way up. You don't way even, up. What's Thank his name? you very much. What's his name? Sure. Say his name, Joe. Jesus Christ. Okay, here we go. Actual speech time? Are you looking at all the children? As my mother, Jean Finnegan Biden from Greenridge would say... Oh God. Please excuse my back when I'm speaking. I apologize. And by the way, by the way, you know one of the best things of all of being president of the United States is that a word? Is the Marine Band? They're the best in the world. Stand up, guys. 
the there Marine are band. the very, 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 very best. Is that wrong? They can not only play, they know how to fight too. <laughs> God love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. How are you, baby? How old are you? Oh, my God. What is happening? How old are you? Almost double figures. Almost nine. He Pull calls up, out folks. the nine-year-old. It's stop. great to be here. He found the nine-year-old. Hey, baby. How are you? How old are you? Not creepy. Not creepy at all. The mom says, Biden, I love you. And he finds the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> or a young nine-year-old in the vicinity calls her baby, asks her how old she is. He's like, "Oh, you're almost ten, almost, almost." Ah, ah. Jesus Christ! Here we go. This is gonna be a train wreck. I can't wait. Here we go. Wilkes-Barre, I mean that sincerely. Well, thank you. Well, thank you so much. Welcome home, Bear Brown. Thank you for the introduction and the pa Welcome home, Scranton. Scranton. I, I grew up in. I grew up in Pennsylvania. I was I was a lifeguard in the in the I live in Delaware now. So you're welcome. Was he a senator from Pennsylvania? Can we even look that up? Let's look that up. Let's see. Pennsylvania's home, but he was senator for Delaware from nineteen seventy three to two thousand nine, so whatever. How many homes do you need? Starting off on a great start there, Joe. Here we go. Passport to this great city and uh, Mayor Cognetti. It's almost, we're almost near, we're almost in heaven. We're almost in Scranton. Almost. Almost in heaven. That's because you're... raised in Scranton. They used to say, you're going down the line. That's because you're 80. At any rate. I don't know. know, uh, What a leadership lineup you have here in Pennsylvania. You should see him trying to focus on the teleprompter. Anyway. Apparently Scranton is, you know, heaven. But whatever. I don't know if he's going there. Either one. We'll see. Well, thank your outstanding governor, Tom Wolf. Tom and I have been friends a long time. He's truly one of the best governors in the United States of America. You had to read his name off a teleprompter. Not a joke. Not a joke. Not a joke. And a stand-up guy. A stand-up guy. And Josh Shapiro is a champion for the rule of law as your attorney general. He read that, too. And he's going to make one hell of a governor. Not one original thought. Not one original I really thought. mean it. I really do. He's reading. He's reading right now. And by the way, he couldn't be here today. We spoke, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. He's when I say he's a powerful voice. I used to be in the old days a pretty good athlete, and if someone's really big oh and tough, you say I wouldn't screw with him if I had a sledgehammer. Well, I tell you what, uh, Fetterman's a hell of a guy. What? A powerful voice for working people, and he's going to make a great United States senator. That would be a great statement if it was an original thought, but he was reading that. You know what I mean? Right? He goes If he goes off teleprompter, he's lost in the sauce. He is a bucket of stupid. Okay? But he has to read that from a teleprompter. So every accolade and every compliment that he's giving is written and he's reading it. You can tell. He's looking right at it. And his eyes are squinting. He's like, oh, he's, a bear. he's great. Great, great, great peep sledgehammer. Okay, here we go. Going to make a great United States Senator. Reading. As I said, Bobby Casey is one of my closest friends, one of our great United States senators. And your congressman, Matt Cartwright, is the real reason I'm here. Reading again. 
I'm in Cartwright country. Jesus. Okay, here we go. He knows how to deliver for this district. Which is so close to my heart. Look, I especially want to thank all the members of law enforcement that are here, many of whom are behind me. Oh god. They're always being He's got cops behind him, right? He's got cops behind him. Can we are we do we just forget about the uh defund the police movement? Do we just forget that that fucking happened? Huh? Huh? Now he's got behind him are just a bunch of cops. Because, oh, we're always about the cops. You want to fund the police. We love the police over here. Police are great. Pretending that 2020 never happened. Right? Huh? Kamala Harris never put up a freaking bailout tweet for the BLM riots of 2020. Defund the police. The whole squad. All those far left progressives saying defund the police and take away. And you got, um, what's the fucking name? The mayor of New York. Not the new one, the old one. Bill de Blasio taking plainclothes officers off the street, defunding the police from East Coast to West Coast, and police are quitting because nobody had their back, and now he's like, oh, we love the cops. We do. Now, let's see what he says about that. Been there for us. Been there for us. And we should always be there for them. And by the way. Never were. Also, a group that you need badly, you don't really appreciate until you need them, is the firefighters. The firefighters have been with me my whole career, and let me tell you something. There's an old expression, God made man, then he made a few firefighters, because you got to be crazy to be a firefighter. By the way, please sit down. I'm, I'm sorry. Please sit down. What, I is, keep he forgetting. what is he talking about? <laughs> I uh, Thank you. But look, when I ran for president, okay. I said I looked at the world the way I looked at it growing up in Scranton, and that wasn't hyperbole. Oh, God. I meant I... that. <laughs> I meant it. The families, what families I wanted that. was in Scranton when I was growing up with my mom and dad and my grandpa. How many times is he going to say Scranton, Pennsylvania? How many times is he going to say that? Huh? I, I, this isn't hyperbole. Whenever, it's hy- whenever he says it isn't hyperbole, it usually is hyperbole. 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 Let, let's look up the definition of hyperbole. Like lies. And then he says, I'm not being facetious. He's going to say that. I guarantee you in the speech, he's going to say... I'm not being facetious. Exaggerated statements or claims not meant to be taken literally. Okay, so it's not hyperbole. And Scranton is in Pennsylvania. I don't want to keep saying that, right? Scranton? Scranton, Pennsylvania? It is Pennsylvania. Okay, all right. I'm just making sure that I get my shit together before I start talking shit, okay? So he already said hyperbole. He'll probably say that three more hundred times, and he's also going to say something about being facetious. I'm not being facetious. All right, here we go. Pop was a basic, basic, basic as it is today. A decent job. The opportunity to be treated with dignity. Everyone, my dad would say, everybody. Your dad. Everybody's entitled to be treated with dignity. Okay. Simple dignity. The fact is that they want to be able to go to good schools. Okay. In safe neighborhoods. Okay. A decent place to live. And just a fair shot. Just a fair shot for their kids. You know, a peace of mind knowing your kids can go to school or the playground or the movies or the high school game. Before you indoctrinate them? Safely. Mm-hmm. Not have to think about it. But for too long, too many families haven't had that peace of Uh-oh. mind. Uh-oh. They watch the news and they see kids being gunned down in schools and on the streets. Almost every single night you turn the news on, that's what you see. What cities are the, is that happening in, Joe? What cities are kids being, you know, mistreated? What socioeconomic policies are in place from whatever governor or whatever mayor in whatever city that this is happening in? 
The answer is democratic. But go ahead. Let's please continue. They see their neighbors lose their loved ones to drugs like fentanyl, which is a flat killer. Hey, I got a question. Fentanyl. How is that getting to the children? Hmm? Is it because we have fucking open borders, possibly? Why do we have open borders, Joe? Do you know who the president of the United States is? You know who has control over that? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Let's see. They see hate and anger and violence just walking the streets of America. Mm-hmm. And they just want to feel safe again. They want to feel a sense of security. Well, you shouldn't have defunded the police and left the border open. But okay, here we go. And that's what my crime plan is all about. Your crime plan. You know, I call it the Safe for America's plan. Safe for America. And both your members of Congress voted for it. It's based on a simple notion. When it comes to public safety in this nation, the answer is not defund the police. It's fund the police. Fuck you, you fucking hypocritic piece of shit, bitch ass, stupid motherfucker. I hate this. This shit. Oh, watch him. He's going to spin this. And now he's going to be like, you know what? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Shipman has the Republicans. That was bad fault. Republicans fault. All right. You know what? Fuck. I got to. I got to. I got to pause for a second. I'm going to find every leftist idiot that said, oh, defund the police, you know, take away from the police funding. You know, the, the economy needs to take away from the cops and put towards fucking indoctrination for criminal critical race theory or whatever the fuck. Okay. So ridiculous. Okay. Give me a second. All right, here we go. Here's like seven minutes of Democrats saying defund the police. Find me one Republican saying defund the police. That, 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 that they want to defund the police. Find me one Republican saying, you know what we should do? We should defund the police. Here we go. Where the fuck are you? do like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Nancy Pelosi. Up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to Corey defund Bush. the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing the what vice he's president. Done. Not only do we need to disinvest for police. But we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts. Corey defund Bush. you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services. They Bill are talking Blasio. about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes, I support the defund movement. I'm for responsible reallocation of resources and defund the police. I think you do all those other things. Gretchen you don't need Whitmer. all the money that's going to the police department. So yeah, I mean, the spirit of it, I, I, I do support that. Yeah, and you know, a lot of us were asked if we could imagine a future without police back in 2017 when we, when we were running for office. And I answered yes to that question. We are going to reduce funding in the police department and redirect that money. There's no reason the police budget should just keep growing and growing and growing. They can make sensible cuts. Let's go Adding the fight to Where'd defund. Where's she? So much money. So many. We get rid of that cancer. When we said defund the police, the world woke up. I, I really love that uh, Black Lives Matters and uh, other protesters have put this front and center. 
to defund. Defunding police means defunding police. If these reports are accurate, then these proposed cuts to the NYPD budget are a disingenuous illusion. This is not a victory. The freshman Democrat adding the fight to defund policing. That was a quote from AOC saying defunding the police isn't enough. You have to completely dismantle them. What the fuck is happening? Will continue. We are going to reimagine policing in New York City. I think the idea of having a police-free future is very aspirational. Police-free future. And I am willing... Police-free future. No police. None. None. Because, you know, we've already defunded the police enough and crime has gone down, has it? You get the point, motherfuckers? Okay, so let's go back to... Joe Biden talking about how we have to fund the police like the fucking last two years never happened. Jesus fucking Christ. Is this a joke? This is a joke. This whatever fucking hypocritical piece of shit. All right, here we go. The police. Fund the police. Fund the police. And give them. We expect them to do everything. We expect them to be protect us. To be psychologists, to be sociologists. I mean, we expect you to do everything. Oh, I'm Jesus. not joking. This everything. isn't hyperbole. You realize more police officers are killed dealing with domestic violence than anything else? You realize that? The point is, we ask so much of you. His back is to the camera So right much now. of you. I've not met a cop who likes a bad cop. There's bad in everything. There's lousy senators, there's lousy presidents, there's lousy doctors, there's lousy There's lousy presidents? No fucking shit, Joe. There's lousy cops? We were saying that when George Floyd happened. Derek Chauvin was, you know, convicted. But apparently all cops are bad now because of one cop. So if there's one bad cop, then all cops are bad. But now Biden is saying the key talking points that Republicans have been saying for the last two years. One bad cop doesn't make every cop bad. But here we go. Moving forward. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious right now. But I don't know. I don't know. Any police officer that feels good about the fact that there may be a lousy cop. I'm tired of not giving the kind of help they need. Folks, look, Look, here we go. we're in a situation in this country where we have to give them additional resources they need to get their job done. Matt gets it, Matt Cartwright, and I'm not, this is not hyperbole. Not hyperbole. Matt's the chair of the powerful subcommittee that controls the funding for public safety. Is that hyperbole? He knows what it means, investing in effective and accountable community policing that builds public strength and strengthens public safety. I'm old enough to remember when cops used to walk the beat in Wilmington and in Scranton. Oh, God. I'm old enough to remember back in 1776 when the Declaration of Independence. What the hell is it? Back in Scranton. Oh, come on. When, When cops used to walk the beat. Come on. Come on. Okay. They knew everybody. They knew the kid. They knew if something was trouble, they knew whose house to go and knock on the door and say, Mom, your son just did. That's, being, is that a sentence? Oh, facetious? They knew the neighborhoods. <laughs> As part of the American Rescue Plan, I signed in the law last year. Was that even a voted- sentence? Knocking on the neighbor's door and saying, Mom, your son just did. Did what? See, he's going. he's not looking at the teleprompter right now. Right now, he's just talking about... Growing up on the streets of Scranton, 
when he was a lifeguard, he might have been a cop. He was probably a truck driver. He's not. This isn't hyperbole. He's not being facetious. And um, the cops knew the children. And apparently, you know, he still knows the children, doesn't he? Don't you, Joe? All right, here we go. Before we set aside three hundred and fifty billion with a B billion dollars for state and local governments all across America, and urge them to use it like your governor did to make communities safer. Here in Pennsylvania, Governor Wolf is using $250 million of that money to reduce crime and violence across this state. And How many cops already left? How many cops already quit because you treated them like shit for the last two years? Now you got to give them more taxpayer money that they never should have gotten in the first place because you took away from their freaking budget? You took away from their budget, and now you're putting into their budget. But how much was lost altogether? And how many cops and how many people that have been walking the beat that knew the job, that knew the neighborhoods fucking quit because you threw them under a bus because you thought ACAB and all cops were bad. Huh, Joe? Hmm? You're not going to have safe, safer communities if cops don't feel fucking respected. You block of wood. Here we go. And Mayor Brown. Jesus. And Mayor Brown just described how it's helping fund community policing here in Wilkes-Barre. But guess what? Every single Republican member of Congress, every single one in this state, every single one voted against the support for law enforcement. They told Why? How much they love it. Why? They voted. Why? What else was in the bill? What else was in the bill, Joe? You want to title it so-and-so reduction or protection or some blanket statement of unicorns and rainbows and Skittles and love and happiness and then in the actual bill you want to take from the people or you want to give iran more nuclear weapons or something that has nothing to do with the title of the actual fucking bill like the inflation reduction bill guess what it doesn't do it doesn't reduce inflation so why are republicans not signing certain things because of the title of the bill probably not it's probably what's actually in the bill but go ahead with your stupid stupid remarks on how Republicans are idiots. Go ahead. ...against the funding. Flat out. Flat out. Against the funding. Every Republican in the House. Every Republican in the Senate. Every- there, is not, there is not a fucking Republican on the planet, okay? There is not a conservative on the planet that would take from the freaking police. None. Absolutely fucking zero. Okay? Every single one. Okay. I know we expect so much from our law enforcement officers... So we need to support them. Finally. That's why my crime plan to help communities recruit, hire, and train nationwide more than 100,000 additional. Why do you have to recruit, hire, and train more cops? Because they all fucking left. Why did they leave? Why did they leave? You know how hard it, like three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. You know how hard it was to become a police officer? It was damn near impossible. Police departments used to have one spot open, and hundreds of people would try out. Now, police departments can't hire people fast enough. Because for the past two years, they were thrown under a bus and treated like absolute fucking garbage. So now your bill, you want to hire more and train more? You had them. Who's going to train them? How are you going to train them? You could have social workers train cops on how to deal with certain situations. You just said domestic violence is the main reason that cops get killed. And you want to treat domestic violence situations 
with social workers that are unarmed. Go ahead. No, no this is great. Just fucking awesome, Joe. Like, keep going. Keep going. Keep digging yourself into your own grave because you're 800 years old. Go. No officers. Accountable officers. Accountable. For community policing. Okay. And I mean it. I mean it. I'm not being facetious. Folks, when it comes to fighting crime, oh, Jesus. we know it works. Officers on the street who know the neighborhood. Not a joke. Who know the neighborhood. Not a joke. Who know who the families are protecting. No kidding. Who get the training they need to be able to do their jobs well. Who work to earn the community's trust. They had it, and you treat them like and shit. And as we hire more police officers, there should be more training, more help, and more accountability. Without public trust, law enforcement can't do its job serving and protecting all the communities. If I can inter just interject for a moment, oh. my deceased son, Bo, he was the attorney general of the state of Delaware. Off the prompter. He's off what the prompter. What he used to do is go down to the east side, <laughs> what called the bucket. The bucket. Highest crime rate in the country. Highest crime rate in the country. The place where I used to, I was the only white guy that worked as a lifeguard down in that area. Whoa, wait a second. Highest crime rate in the country, and then he says he was the only white guy being a lifeguard there. That's not borderline racist. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Let's go ahead. Let's go. On the east side, and you know where the you can always tell where the best basketball in the state is, and the best basketball in the city is. It's where everybody shows up. He'd go down and hang out and sit on a bench. Wait a second. My... <laughs> We'd go to the bucket. Highest crime rate. Best basketball players. I was the only white guy. Really? This, if Donald Trump said something like this, it would be fucking all over the place. All over the place. But no, go ahead. It's, it's you know, it's fine. It's Joe Biden could say things like this because he's a Democrat and they own everything. Here we go. My grandson, who's now 17 years old, and the police used to be in the car. Local city police. And you walk up and bang in the window. Say, get out of the car, damn it. Meet these people. Let them see you. Let them know you. Let them know who you are. That's why that, That's why nobody... You're going to run up on the police window. You're going to bang on the window and be like, get out of the car, damn it, and meet these people? Really? That's how you want, that's how you want to treat the police, Joe? You fucking silver spoon-fed idiot. You have no idea what blue-collar work is. You just want to take blue-collar worker tax money and fund shit that you think makes sense, which it doesn't, because you're a fucking... All right, moving forward, here we go. Truth was, remember what happened to community policing? What happened? We went from having enough cops on the street... Yep. ...to cities doing well and then deciding they don't need more police officers. Why? So they reduced the... They, they, they did not reduce the police force. They didn't reduce the police force. That didn't happen. They quit. They quit because you treat it, again, defund the, defund the police movement. Okay? Look up how many cops were hired in the last year versus how many quit. Okay? Go ahead and do that. All right, Joe? Police forces. Whatever. So you didn't have two cops in every vehicle. You had one cop in every vehicle. And I don't blame one cop for not getting out in some certain neighborhoods, not getting out of the car. Like the black neighborhoods, Joe? And what happens is it used the to be... The bucket where they I play basketball? When my son was the attorney general, he'd go around in the tougher neighborhoods. Oh, he would? And he would ensure that every single cop gave his cell phone number to the local liquor store owner, the local church, the local grocery store, the local hamburger joint, 
So if there's a problem, they pick up the phone and call. Because what do people not want to do in tough neighborhoods? Oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna say fuck the chain of command. Fuck nine one one. Fuck calling the cops. You know what? Here's my personal cell number. As a cop, pay no attention to my shifts, my days off, whether I'm not I'm on vacation. So instead of calling dispatch or nine one one, you're going to call one random police officer and hope he fucking picks up and could respond in time. If that's what your son did, Joe, which I doubt, he was a fucking moron. All right, go for it. They don't want to be the one identified as turning so-and-so in. I remember going on the east side in Wilmington. Oh, God. And one of those old Victorian two, three-story apartment buildings. Oh, God. And going up to see a woman whose name out. She's passed away, but won't mention her name now. Complete, because you don't know it. And stand in that rotund, that, that part that stuck out around the building. And she'd say, Joey. Completely off prompter. I know. I know what's going on. They all plan it downstairs. I can hear them, but I'm afraid to tell anybody. What are you talking about? I'm afraid about? to tell anybody. Tell anybody what? The gangs. The gangs. And so I got her the, so that I got a phone number. The gangs the in the basement. <laughs> She'd call. They promised not to identify her because they knew there'd be retribution. It's called an anonymous the crime tip. crime rate began to drop for real, not a joke. Oh, because of one building? You got to know people. Oh, yeah. You got to know and you got to be able to trust the police. The police have to be able to trust the community. But we slipped away from that. We have a hell of a lot fewer cops today than we did when I wrote that initial crime bill. No shit. And I've already said why. Okay? Because you treat cops like garbage. Okay. But now we got to get back to it. And by the way. By the way. I'm not making the case there aren't bad cops. There's some really lousy cops. There's some really lousy doctors. There's some really lousy lawyers. I mean it. Lousy presidents. Point. As we've seen too often, public trust is frayed and is broken, and it undermines public safety when it gets frayed. No shit. It literally undermines safety. Now he's reading Families again. across the country have to ask, why in this nation, for example, so many black Americans wake up knowing they could lose their life just by living their lives? Anybody could lose their life. There's no cops. From neighborhoods like I come from and down in Delaware... Down in Delaware. If you have a 16 or 17-year-old son and How many you get people? driver's license, you sit down and say, look, if you get stopped, put your hands in the wheel. Don't do anything. Where's he actually from? Just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. But here's the point. Oh, God. Simply jogging. Jogging. Sleeping on their homes. Sleeping on the homes. You know, they made headlines or not. They have a lot of lost souls. What does that mean? Increased trust makes policing more effective. And it strengthens public safety. Okay. And the communities, by the way, that want the police more than any other community are the tough, poor communities. Every community Black, needs cops. white, immigrants. They need the help. They want the help. It's not they don't want it. They want the help. Without that, victims don't call for help. Witnesses don't step forward. It's because they're dead. Crimes go unsolved. Justice isn't served. I took executive action, I remember which I'm allowed to do as president. I always admired governors can take. You mean dictator, action. tyrant? But all kidding aside, all kidding. Make Who's some kidding? Of these reforms for federal officers. He's talking about victims and no cops and neighborhoods and gangs and people not being treated and everything's no more kidding. What are you, what are you talking about? But I couldn't do it for state officers. One, no federal officer is allowed to use a chokehold. No federal officer can restrict, there's restricted no-knock warrants. We created a national database for officers who have misbehaved and been held accountable so they can't hide. 
My plan will help make sure that state and local governments adopt these same reforms. My plan does something else really important. He's it reading. addresses the opioid epidemic. Notice how many people are dying of opioid overdoses now? How are they getting here, Joe? And by the way, laced with fentanyl. How's that getting in here, Attorney Joe? Attorney General Shapiro can tell you more about that you never want to know for a fact. What? For real. We... <laughs> Somebody could tell you this, and uh, they that he could tell you what you want to know, but that you never really want to know for a fact, for real. It's been, he's been such a strong leader on this, but we're going to impose tougher penalties for deadly fentanyl trafficking. That's poisoning communities across this country. Close the border, idiot. This is a key part of the unity agenda I'm announcing in my, that I announced in my State of the Union address. We can do this. We have to do this. We'll make America safer. My plan also takes common sense action to reduce gun violence. Name it. And violence overall. Like? The bills and the progress we made this summer when I signed into law the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, the most significant gun safety law we passed in 30 years. It took 30 years. Just a blanket statement of stupid. 30 years. He's going to say something dumb. Watch. Here it comes. And we beat the NRA. Jesus Christ. We took them on and we beat the NRA straight up. Why are you screaming? You didn't beat shit. You have no idea how intimidating they are to elected officials. The NRA was against it, which means the vast majority, the vast majority of Republicans in Congress couldn't even stand up and vote for it because they're afraid of the NRA. No one is afraid of the NRA, idiot. I don't remember a single politician say, oh, I was threatened by the NRA. Because they weren't. Ever. It's the National Rifle Association. But you could sit here behind big beef, oil, gas, fish, diapers, all these big wig companies, and you think the National Rifle Association has a fucking problem? Oh, God, he's going to get into it now. I know he is. I know he is. He's going to say something completely fucking stupid. And I'm... Let's just let's let's see what he says. It's not unusual. Every Democrat, Republican, senators, they, they get afraid of certain interest groups. No, we don't. No, they don't. They voted against it. No, they Law shouldn't. enforcement supported it. Faith leaders and teachers supported it. Supported what? Victims of gun violence and their families supported it. Young people in this country, like the students at the great this great university, supported it. There are ignorant people all over the place that will fucking if you ran under the religion of the flying spaghetti monster and wore a colander on your head, they'd be like, you know what? I support this. Why? Because they don't give a shit. I will support anything you want to fucking do, as long as it's not fucking violent towards people. Yeah, so if it's a good idea, I support you. Unalienable rights and all that, freedom of speech and so on and so so forth, and all these fucking amendments where you could act a complete fucking asshole. I don't have to agree, agree with it, but I'll definitely su- support it. He's going to say something stupid about assault weapons soon. Here we go. And the NRA and the vast majority of congressional problems voted against it, saving lives and keeping America safe. But guess what? We took on the NRA, and we're going to take them on again, and we won, and we will win again. Regarding what? What is he talking about? We're not stopping here. I'm determined to ban assault weapons in this country. Deter- describe, describe what an assault weapon is, Joe. What is an assault weapon, Joe? I want to know what an assault weapon is. Hmm? If I hit you in the head with a fucking rock, is the rock an assault weapon or am I the assaulter? Hmm? Because if I hit you in the head with a frying pan, is that an assault weapon? It is. 
my fists could be assault weapons. Mm, you know, I could hit you with a fucking falafel and that could be an assault weapon. It's so we're just blaming. We're just going to blame the weapon and not the person yielding it. But okay, here we go. I did it once before and I'll do it again. No, you didn't. What'd you do before? For many of you home, I want to be clear. Many of you home. It's not about taking away anybody's guns. In fact, we should be treating responsible gun owners as examples how every gun owner should behave. I have two shotguns at home. I can't, it's a long story, but I'm not opposed to guns. Opposed? But I support the Second Amendment. And I support the Second Amendment. But the Second Amendment, as one of the most, one of the most conservative justices in history, Justice Scalia once wrote, like, quote, like most rights, the rights granted by the Second Amendment are not unlimited. They're not unlimited. Exactly. Right now, you can't go out and buy an automatic weapon. Nope. You can't go out and buy a cannon. Nope. And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. What the fuck? Did he just say that only right-wing Americans think that you need a gun to defend the nation? And did he just threaten them with an F-15 fucking jet? You can't own an automatic weapon. I understand that. But do you know how many people... How many bullets does it take to kill a person? Hmm? How many bullets does it take to kill a person? You think the majority of gun owners in America need automatic weapons or you think we just need one clear shot we just need one clear shot a lot, of, a lot of us are hunters whether it's a long rifle whether it's a black powder rifle whether it's a shotgun whether it's a slug or bird shot whether it's a fucking pistol whether it's a fucking revolver you just need one clear shot i don't know what you're talking about automatic weapons and buying cannons and <sighs> Oh, it's only for, it's only to keep America safe. That's why they want weapons. No, no, it's the right to bear arms. It should not be infringed. And here you are infringing on it. But go ahead. No, I'm not joking. I'm Think not, about not being Think facetious. about the rationale we use that's used to provide this. And who are they shooting at? Who's shooting who? These guys behind me. Folks, look. I went to every major school shooting and around the, in the country since I was a chairman of the Judiciary Committee all the way through as vice president and president. Did you go to Uvalde? Over 48,000 people died from gunshot wounds in 2021 in the United States of America. Because of socioeconomic Over policies. 26,000 by suicide. When guns are the number one killer, listen to this, the guns are the number one killer. Why did people kill themselves? Because you shut down the economy and you shut down the country and you shut down society and you shut down freaking going out in public and hanging out and all that stuff. That's what probably why suicide went up, right? Yeah. And when it comes to gun control, Chicago has deaths every fucking day, okay? Every day. And they're the most strict when it comes to gun violence and gun rules and regulations. And who's the mayor? Lori Lightfoot. And what is she? She's a Democrat. The socioeconomic policies of Democrats. And why are 
why is this happening? Because there's no cops. Why are there no cops? Because socioeconomic policies from the Democrats to defund the police. But no, 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 no. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead and blame Republicans in the NRA. Let's go. Killer of children in America. GPD. Of children and number one. More children die, die from guns. Police and actively military personnel combined. Hear that again? More children in America die from guns than active duty police and active duty military in the United States combined. Probably want more cops then, huh? We have to act. We have to act for those families in Buffalo, Uvalde, Newtown, El Paso, Parkland, Charleston, Las Vegas, Orlando. I've been to every one of those sites. There needs to be deterrence. Sit down with those parents. I spent four hours. You know what stops people from committing crimes? Actual deterrence. If they know that there's no cops on the street or the cops will respond a certain way or the cops won't use chokeholds or certain maneuvers, then or they won't give chase, then criminals are going to commit more crimes because there is a higher probability that they are going to get away with it. Moving forward. Hours last time. Met with every single one of the parents and families that lost someone. See the looks in their faces. Think about it. Oh, God. Think about the devastation that's occurred. Yeah, it's sad. We have to act for all those kids gunned down on our streets every single day that never make the news. There's a mass shooting every single day in this country, in the streets of America, every single day. Democratic cities. You have to ask, you have to ask so our kids can Usually. learn to read in school. Instead of learning to duck and cover. Literally, schools all across America. Kids are showing up. The psychological damage done to our kids, not just COVID. What? But COVID, what it's impacted, how it's impacted us. And on top of that. Why is it? Why, why did COVID impact them? Because you shut down fucking everything? You made them wear masks when science told you to, even though the science said that was fucking stupid. You shut down the nation for a long fucking time. And the only states that were like, had the balls to fight back was Florida and Texas, and they're doing fine. The red states are doing much better than the blue states, because the blue states shut down fucking everything and depressed our children and masked their smiles. But go ahead. Child going to school, children see this on television. You know, we're living in a country awash with weapons of war. Weapons that weren't designed to hunt or designed to take on an enemy. That's what they were designed to do. For God's sake, what's the rationale for these weapons? Home invasion? Outside of a war zone. Self-defense? They inflict severe damage. Exactly. When I was recently in Uvalde, I almost hesitate to say to some of the kids in here. You know what some of the parents had to do? Supply DNA. Supply DNA. His AR-15 just rips the body apart. Could not identify. Could not identify the body. Why are you screaming like an idiot? The Uvalde A police... A 20-year-old kid can walk in and buy one? Yeah. The Uvalde police fucking failed. DNA to say that's my baby. Background check. What the hell's the matter with us? You need. Oh, I'm not joking. Think about it. You need police that know what the fuck they're doing. Okay. 
And the guy in Uvalde, how did he get that much money to buy that kind of equipment? Nobody wants to talk about that. It was the kid was fucking unemployed. He was a loner. Why didn't the why didn't the police act? There are a lot of other variables, okay? A lot of other variables that he doesn't want to talk about. He just wants to talk about an AR-15. Do you know what a 38 snub nose does to a body? Do you know what a hollow point does to a body? Do you know what a 22 long rifle does to the body at close range? Any fucking idea? No, you just want to talk about AR-15s. Go ahead. What are we doing? And by the way. And by the way. How many, my dad used to love to hunt. Oh, God. Poconos when we lived in Scranton. Scranton. How many deer or bear wearing Kevlar vests? Oh, how many times, motherfucker. Huh? How many times is this motherfucker going to talk about deer wearing Kevlar vests? Why do you need a, why do you need an AR-15? What is the, is the deer wearing Kevlar vests? He's off prompter, by the way. Go ahead. Not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> Do you realize the bullet out of an AR-15? Oh God, Jesus! Travels five times as rapidly as a bullet shot out of any other gun. Five times is lighter and can pierce Kevlar. What are you talking about? That's Imagine not true at all. Being a parent. That's not fucking true at all. I'm just losing a child. How'd you have it? Forever? Not being able to physically identify the child or the adult because they've literally been blown apart. We equip, we equip our service members with the most lethal weapons on earth to protect all of us. Oh, yeah? Protect Americans. It's been a year since 13 but service members died because of you. Significant training, extensive background checks, mental health assessments. They have to learn how to lock up and store their weapons responsibly or they get kicked out. But we let any stranger, an 18-year-old, walk in, a 20-year-old, and buy an AR-15. That's why back in 1994, I took on the NRA and passed the assault weapons ban. For 10 years, mass shootings were down. 10 years in a row since I passed that legislation. Uh, 1994. I'm pretty sure Columbine happened in 1999, but whatever. But in 2004, Republicans let that ban expire. What happened? Mass shootings in America tripled. Tripled. It's time to ban these. Good luck. ban these weapons. Good fucking luck with that. (laughs) We did it before. What are you going to do? We can do it again. What are you going to do? You going to ban AR-15s? You think people are just going to turn them in? You think people are just going to turn in their fucking weapons? No. Okay? And honestly, when it comes to, like, a a well-regulated militia, we don't need an AR-15. We don't need a fucking AR-15. People that would fight for freedom, liberty, unalienable rights, the Constitution, we don't need an AR-15. So if you take them, there's already Jesus Christ. I don't even know how many are out there. A lot. Probably. You need to ban these because of one guy once upon a time here. And from 1994 to 2004, there was no mass shootings. It was down. It was down so much. He's just talking about AR-15s. Like, AR-15s are the sole reason that assault rifles are assault weapons. And the only assault weapon that you need to worry about is an AR-15. Several types of gun have been used in mass shootings in the United States, including semi-automatic handguns 
semi-automatic rifles, revolvers, and shotguns. None of them are automatic. Of the 72 of the 172 events from 1966 to 2019 classified as mass public shootings, four or more victims killed. That's what mass shooting means. In the U.S., by the 2022 National Institute of Justice, the Violence Project dataset, perpetrators used handguns in 77.2% of the cases and assault rifles in 25.1% of the cases. So, assault rifles weren't really used, so why are we going after the AR-15? Why aren't you going after handguns? It does just as much damage. An earlier 2016 study by James Allen, Fox, and Emma E. Fiddle similarly concluded that rather than assault weapons, semi-automatic handguns are the weapons of choice for most mass shooters. High-capacity magazines were used in more than half of the shootings over four decades up to 2018, which people could make in their basement. You could ban high-capacity magazines, but if someone's going to go as far as to do a mass shooting or shoot people... I'm pretty sure they could find them or make them with one of those 3D printers. That's why they're so scared of 3D printers. You gotta be scared of that shit. From 1966 to 2019, approximately 77% of mass shooters in the U.S. legally obtained the firearm used in attacks. So, there was some sort of psychological snap or the background checks people don't even fucking care about. But they should. There might, there should, maybe there should be a psychological eval. Maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Should that fall under the background check? I don't know. Although semi-automatic rifles are used in only 1% of overall shootings in the United States. So, an AR-15 is a semi-automatic rifle. And it is used in only 1% of overall shootings in the United States. They are used in 25% of mass shootings. So 75% of all mass shootings are used by like handguns and shotguns and other weapons, but we're just going to talk about the AR-15 like it's that bad because the deer need Kevlar vests. And as of 2018, in six of the 10 deadliest mass shooting events, six of the last 10, so AR-15s are becoming more prominent maybe, but uh, in all actuality, the AR-15 is not the problem. But, you know, let Biden keep blaming the guns and not the person behind it. He wants to talk about how his bill reduced shooting so much, but he fails to mention 1999 Stockbridge and Georgia, Atlanta, where there was 12 deaths, 13 injuries, and they only used semi-automatic pistols, a revolver, and a hammer. And also, 1999 Columbine, Colorado, 13 deaths... 24 injuries, 21 from gunfire, using a semi-automatic carbine, a semi-automatic pistol, and shotguns. Where was the AR there, Joe? Folks. Idiot. Folks. Go ahead. It's time to hold every elected official's feet to the fire and ask them. Should we do it? for banning assault weapons, yes or no? Ask them. What is an assault weapon, Joe? Answer is no. Vote against them. You're an idiot. Anything could be an assault weapon. You need a definition of an assault weapon, Joe. Look. If you think that's going to work. I'm prouder that after seven years... Shut up, shut up, shut up. We finally have a Senate-confirmed... Director of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. 
responsible for any gun crimes for seven years. What is he talking about? The other team would not let us appoint anyone to that job. Incredibly important job. But you use local law enforcement, federal law enforcement. But he uses but he uses an executive order every other day. But oh, we can't we can't we can't appoint anything right here. So we just it was out of our hands. There's nothing we could do. Identify the ballistics, a whole range of things. For seven years. Shut up. We finally got a pass this time out, barely. Seven years because didn't they didn't want anybody in that job. My plan gives the Bureau the funding to hire more agents. What bureau? To stop gun trafficking. Mm-hmm. By the way, By the there's way. a lot of states that don't allow you to purchase certain weapons in the state. Because they're illegal. Just cross the state line and go buy it next door. Bring it across the state line. Oh, my God. Keep guns out. Of, you know what? The Mexicans are... Mexico, which has real problems <laughs> causing us real problems. You know, <laughs> you know what the Mexicans are doing? <laughs> if Trump said something like that, it'd be all over the news. You know what those Mexicans are doing? They say, oh, you mean, I mean, uh, you know what Mexico's doing? Go ahead, Joe. But their biggest complaint is, can't we stop gun, gun, gun trafficking across the southern border into Mexico? There are certain gun dealers that are basically not gun dealers. They're wholesalers. Providing the weapons to anybody who have the money. As far as I'm concerned, Mexico could absolutely get fucked. All right? All your cartels that you have no control over that are bringing fentanyl and drugs and cocaine and shit laced with this, shit laced with that, MS-13. You can't control that, but you want uh, you want wholesalers or freaking gun manufacturers to stop selling to fucking, you know, people in Mexico or whatever. You think you think that's worse? You think the gun trafficking didn't didn't Obama give a whole bunch of fucking weapons to cartels by accident? Didn't that fucking happen? Whatever. I don't remember what it was called. I'll look it up. I'll get back. I'll circle back. I'll Gensaki this bitch and let you guys know. But I'm pretty sure under the Obama administration, cartels got you know thousands of automatic weapons because there was a sting operation and it failed fucking miserably. Here we go. Folks, look, we can help local law enforcement. We can solve more gun crimes if we have more cops. The there should be someone heading up, which we finally do. And who? what's his name? This organization. Do you have a name? Designed to track this kind of behavior. What organization? Finally. Finally. My plan invests in crime prevention programs that help keep young people from getting in trouble in the first place. Oh, yeah? Under my plan... Communities can, one, provide after-school and summer job programs they could pay for. More access to mental health and drug counseling. <laughs> for children? More social workers and housing to keep people off the streets instead of when they get out of, when they got out of jail to get $0.25 on a bus ticket and end up under the same bridge that they were under before. How about uh, making it so people could uh, actually have a job that pays, right? How about how about that? How about worrying about like the parents that are not in the house because they have to work two jobs? Because inflation is fucking thirty goddamn percent or eight point five percent on an average. But go ahead, Joe. Let's talk about social workers and government funding and government overreach, where the taxpayers got to pretty much pay for fucking everything. Go ahead. This will help prevent crime, get young people to pick up paychecks instead of a pistol. At the same time, we need to help people getting out of prison successfully re-enter society. Why would they want to work 
in industries that are going to tax them way too fucking much and pay them way too fucking little when they could just fucking steal it and not have to worry about the repercussions of it. You know why kids do what they do, the smash and grabs? Because they're not going to get caught. They're not going to get chased, and nothing's going to happen. And if they do get caught, New York, California, Baltimore, Seattle, you're going to be released pretty much the next day. And you have nothing to worry about because, you know, there's no deterrence in crime because your attorney generals are fucking trash. Moving forward. They don't get in trouble again. If you served your time, you shouldn't be designed, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't be deprived of being able to, if you've served it, you shouldn't be deprived of being able to get a Pell Grant to go to school. Jesus Christ, he, that took a while. You shouldn't be able to, to get a degree. What's the best thing you can do? Make them productive. They should get access to good jobs where they can earn a decent living. All he just pretty much said that in order to get a decent job and earn a decent living, you need to go to college, by the way. All these steps will prevent crime, not increase it. Let me close with this. Oh, God. A safer America requires all of us to uphold the rule of law, not the rule of any one party or any one person. Let's be clear. Oh, God. You hear some of my friends in the other team talking about political violence and how it's necessary. Okay. I already know where this is going. He's about to talk about Lindsey Graham. Here we go. Necessary. Think about this now. Political violence is not necessary. Lindsey Graham said, if Trump is indicted, there's going to be riots in the street. He said that. That wasn't a threat. That was an observation. If you indict Trump after failing an impeachment, failing a second impeachment, failing a fucking commission, and now you're going to, you know, raid Mar-a-Lago 19 months after he was president of the United States, and now you're going to call it classified documents, nuclear, blah, blah, blah. There's no, there's no verification of any fucking Anything validating anything that is coming out of Mar-a-Lago. Oh, and then, oh, look at these documents that we took a picture of that are classified and we're going to put on the Internet. What? (laughs) So, yeah, Lindsey Graham made an observation, observation that if Trump gets indicted or arrested, there's going to be riots in the street. That's not political violence. Shut the fuck up, moron. Here we go. Did any of you think... Even as old as I am, you've ever been in an election where we talk about it's appropriate to use force, political violence in America? No one said that. It's never appropriate. Never. Period. Never. Ne- there was no violence on January 6th. The only person that died was an unarmed Air Force veteran. Female. Okay? Not cops. No cops were killed. He's probably going to talk about what? Something's, watch. Watch. Never, never. No one should be encouraged to use political violence. None whatsoever. And look, you know, if we're in a situation where... Speaking of political violence, wasn't there a congressional shooting from a Bernie Sanders supporter that only targeted Republicans? Don't want to talk about that? Okay, whatever. Let's just move forward. To this day, the MAGA Republicans in Congress defend the mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th. No, the fuck we do not. There is no Republican, conservative, MAGA, or otherwise that thinks, you know what? Storming the Capitol and breaking into buildings or fucking attacking police officers. Nobody thought that was a good idea. No one is supporting that. Okay? So for you to literally 
segregate 50% of the American population and the, the American voter base after you say you're going to unify us makes you a fucking asshole. Okay, keep going, though. Defend them. We, we weren't defending them. We weren't defending them. I don't care how frustrated you are. You know, when I showed up, one of the things I learned as president, even though I'd been vice president for eight years and done a great deal of the foreign policy for the administration. You're horrible at that. I buddy. showed up at the meeting of the major democracy. Foreign policy? What did you do for foreign policy? Afghanistan? Surrender? Withdrawal? Billions left there? 13 service members die? Freaking hundreds of Afghans dead? Hundreds of Americans stranded still? Sharia law reinactivated, giving security of Bagram Air Force Base to the Taliban on our surrender or withdrawal? Are you a fucking idiot? Giving Sharia law back to Afghanistan so the women and children that have never been under the boot of Sharia law have to witness it, baptism by fire, and they have to wear fucking trash bags over their freaking head now? There's no freedom anymore. They shouldn't they can't go to school. They can't drive a car. There's no freedom of speech. You did that, Joe. You didn't make America better at all. You made the world worse. Keep going. Because he's called the G seven. And I sat down. It was in England. And I sat down for this three day conference and I said, America's back. No, we're not. And Macron, president of France, turned to me and said, For how long? For how long? They made a discussion with Schmidt and all that. I mean, just hey, how you, long? Hey, you have a, hey, one you. of them said to me, imagine, Joe, if you turned on the television in Washington, D.C. and saw a mob of a thousand people storming down the hallways of the parliament, breaking down the doors trying to overturn an outcome of election. That's, oh my God. And killing several police officers in the meantime. I knew it. There Imagine. it is. There it is. Killing several police officers in the meantime. No police officer died that day. Were they assaulted? Yes. Do I condone that? Absolutely not. Does any conservative or Republican or Democrat or independent or libertarian condone the violence on January 6th? Absolutely not. Did any cops get murdered that day? No. Were they assaulted? Yes. Should those people be arrested? Absolutely. But were they murdered? No. Were they killed? No. The only person killed, who Joe Biden's probably not going to name, is Ashley Babbitt, Air Force veteran, unarmed female, by the Capitol Police. He's not going to bring that up. Imagine what you'd think. Think about what the world saw. Not what we saw, what the world saw. Do you ever think the United States, that would happen? What I find even more incredible is the defense of it. Oh, my God. Cop. Dickhead. Dude. All right. Let's say there was 100,000 people there. All right. Let's say there was 100,000 protesters there. Let's say 1,000 of them were bad. Let's say 1,000 of them acted at ass, went into the building, assaulted police. Okay. You're going to take the actions of those few, of 100,000, and you're going to tie that into 72 million fucking voters and say that we're all the same? Is that what you're going to do? Is that what you're saying? You're saying 72 million are exactly the same as the few and far between idiots that broke into the fucking, that, that broke windows, that broke down doors, that killed cops, that never fucking happened? So you're going to say the people that broke into the Capitol 
the few that represent 72 million voters, okay, that were armed with cell phones that are still in prison, that don't have, like, proper legal, you know, actions or proper legal representation. They represent every Republican. The ones that broke the law on January 6th represent 72 million conservatives. They were armed with cell phones. They were taking selfies. They didn't even hide their fucking face. Did they break the law? Yeah. But is that every fucking conservative now, Joe? Way to segregate your base. This is why you went up to 44% in the approval ratings. And then you did this speech, and now you're back at 38. By the way, a lot of Democrats want to be like, Ooh, 44, America's back on the up and up. Biden's doing much better. It's uh, the midterms, woo! <laughs> In uh, 2018, I think fucking Trump's approval was, what, 42%? 44%? And he lost fucking everything. So you think you're going to win the Senate and the Congress? You think you're going to win the House and the, and the Senate? You think you're going to keep it under Democratic control? I doubt it because you're a block of wood. But let's go. Let's go. Keep going. Attacked and assault, assaulted. Speared with flagpole. With flagpole. Speared. Sprayed with mace. Stomped on. Dragged. Brutalized. Police lost their lives as a result of that day. Nope. Police lost their lives. Nope. One of the officers said it was worse than anything he had experienced in war in Iraq. What's his name? So let me say this to my MAGA Republican friends Bring in Congress. It. Go ahead. Don't tell me you support law enforcement if you won't condemn what happened on the 6th. Absolute fucking trash. Nobody is comparing that to that. Okay? Nobody. What about the fucking... Un- aren't you all against freaking, you know, the Me Too movement and equal rights and equity? Wasn't there an unarmed woman... That was fucking gunned down. Don't fucking compare the police to what happened on January 6th. When the Capitol Police asked for backup weeks in advance, knowing ahead of time. And who was in charge of the Capitol Police? Who was in charge of that? Hmm? Nancy Pelosi. And Trump offered National Guard protection or extra securities. And what did she do? She denied it. She absolutely fucking denied it. So stop So stop saying January 6th was a problem. Stop thinking that all Republicans are the exact representation of the few that acted an ass on January 6th. You're taking the actions of a very, very small amount. Like a point zero 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 one percent of like con- conservatives. And you're tying that into 72 million people that voted and you're just going to segregate them and say that we're against cops when the only motherfuckers that were saying defund the police were Democrats the whole time? Not one Republican said defund the police. It's all your fucking multi-skittles, rainbow-colored hair, multi-pierced, far-left progressives saying defund the police and ACAB and anarchy. Not one Republican said defund the police. But no, go ahead. Figure, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Joe. Let's let's hear what you got to say. Don't condemn what happened on the 6th. Don't tell me. We all condemn that. We all condemn that. Can't do it. Yes, we can. 
For God's sake, whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? The side of the people? The protesters, not the freaking Look. violent offenders? Go ahead, Joe. What do you got to say, Joe? on the side of a mob or the side of the police. You can't be pro-law enforcement and pro-insurrection. You're an idiot. You can't be a party of law and order. And call the people who attacked the police on January 6th patriots. You can't. You're a fucking moron. No one is calling the people that attacked the police patriots. No one. Okay? Like I said, very small amount of people that deserve justice served against them. But pay no attention to the other 99,000 people that were there in protest legally. But go ahead and segregate all of us. Just throw us all into the same basket with all the fucking idiots that acted an ass on January 6th. We're all the same, apparently, to the Democratic Joe Biden. Here we go. Do it. What are we teaching our children? It's just that simple. And now it's sickening to see the new attacks on the FBI. Threatening the life of law enforcement agents and That's their families. That's because you, you weaponize them. simply carrying out the law and doing their job. Nope. We're not blaming the freaking FBI agents. We're blaming the leadership that has been weaponized by the Department of Justice. But go ahead. Look. I want to say this as clear as I can. There's no place in this country, no place, for endangering the lives of law enforcement. No place. You've done it for the last two years. None, never, period. Cops have been ambushed on the street because they've been defunded and made the, see, made the bad guy. You made all cops fucking racist. You made them systematically wrong. And now people in the streets are attacking fucking cops and walking up on them, not giving a shit. Okay? Because of you and your party and fucking the whole George Floyd... George Floyd, BLM, all cops are bad, defund the police movement. You did that. Your party did that. I'm opposed to defunding the police. I'm also opposed to defunding the FBI. No one Look, said defund the FBI. Who said that? There's no greater responsibility for government. The leadership needs to change. the safety of our people. Every parent should be able to know when a kid leaves home to go to school or just walk the street they're going to come home safely. We can do this. We have to do this. No shit. We just need to remember who we are. We're Americans. What? We are the United States oh, of America. Unicorns and rainbows and blanket statements and look what we could do and we're awesome. Yeah, look at me. Look what I could do. Fucking shut up. And when we are united, there's not a single thing we cannot do. There's a single not thing a single that thing. we can't not do. What the? F I mean it. I, I mean it. It's not hyperbole. So, folks. Folks. Let's remember who in God's name we are. I really mean it. I really mean it. What our values are. We know what the values are. You don't. What we believe. We the we people. We the people. <laughs> That's how our constitution starts. No, it isn't. The declaration. There you we go. We the people. There you go. That's who we are. And by the way, no one expects politics to be a patty cake. No oh God. They sometimes it gets mean as hell. But the idea you turn on the television and see senior senators and congressmen saying, if such and such happens, 
There'll be blood in the street. No, there will You're an idiot. No one said that. No one said that. No one said that. Well, that's all I'm looking for. And folks, do me a favor. (laughs) Presumptuous me to say that. But think about doing me a favor. Please, please, elect the Attorney General of the Senate. He doesn't even know his name. He's just, please, uh, he's pointing. He's like, this guy, this guy over here. This is the one we want. This guy. Make it like that big old boy to be governor. Big old boy. You don't even know what you're talking about. No clue. What's his name, Joe? He's looking off in the distance. Like, by the uh, way, I should know his name, but I don't. There are a lot of really, and I mean this, I'm not being solicitous. Remember what used to be the criticism of Biden when I was running? <laughs> Biden's too bipartisan. No, you're not. Biden has too many Republican friends. No, you're progressive as shit now. There's a lot of Republicans I've worked with for all the years in the Senate. Dude. Listen, okay, you ran as a moderate. You said lies for the people, and you said exactly what they wanted to hear, and then you became fucking progressive Bernie Sanders. You're it's, you're damn near socialist, okay? Okay? That's that, that's what's going on right now, Joe. I got a lot done. You got nothing done. We respected each other. You didn't do shit. When we disagreed, we disagreed on principle. We then went and had lunch together. You were the worst. Not a joke. You didn't do anything. What in God's name has happened to that in the United States of America? You ruined so it. So, folks... Let's bring it back. We can do this. You ruined it. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Protect our troops. Like the 13 you fucking abandoned in freaking Afghanistan, that speech was abysmal. It was just blanket uniforms. We're America, and we can, and we could do this, and Republicans are bad, and if you are MAGA or you're a conservative, you're a Republican, then you're wrong, and you're against the police, you fucking toolbag moron. Oh, my God. So, there we go. That was me digesting that, okay? So, hopefully you guys learned something. If not, that's okay, too. I will see you guys next time. Thanks for stopping by, by the way. I love you, and you love me, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!